This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shay Stevens. A judge has set a March 25th trial date for Donald Trump's New York criminal case on charges of falsifying business records to cover up an alleged affair. As NPR's Andrea Bernstein reports, the trial was scheduled after Trump exhausted multiple appeals. When the Manhattan DA tried to investigate Trump while he was president, Trump's lawyers went to the U.S. Supreme Court twice to claim he was immune even from investigation. Both times he lost. Now he'll go on trial for the charges resulting from that investigation nearly eight years after the crimes were allegedly committed and right in the middle of the 2024 campaign season. Trump will sit through some six weeks of testimony showing, as the 2016 campaign drew to a close, his counsel Michael Cohen became alarmed that a story about an alleged affair might go public and arranged to pay off the woman and then get reimbursed by Trump. Trump lawyer Todd Blanche told Judge Juan Mershon that the March 25th court date meant Trump would spend months preparing for trial instead of campaigning. It shouldn't happen, Blanche said. Andrea Bernstein, NPR News, New York. A candlelight vigil brought residents of Kansas City together last night in wake of a mass shooting. 23 people were shot at the end of a parade there honoring the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. As Frank Morris of member station KCUR reports, one of the victims, a local celebrity, was killed. Lisa Lopez Galvan loved the music of North Texas, Tejano. She DJed parties and weddings and co-hosted a chatty radio show. In her last broadcast, Tuesday, she talked about how excited she was for the Super Bowl victory and the celebration to come. I'm glad it's here. I'm glad it's in Kansas City again. Yes, yes, definitely. And that just means we did it, and that's just setting the bar for another one next year. In addition to her two children, Lopez Galvan left a husband and a big musical family in Kansas City. For NPR News, I'm Frank Morris in Kansas City. A new report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention finds regional differences in who's getting long COVID. NPR's Ping Wong reports. West Virginia, Alabama, and Montana have some of the highest rates of long COVID. Around one out of 10 residents in these states reports having symptoms like fatigue, lingering coughs, and brain fog for at least three months after getting COVID, according to a national telephone survey. The states with the lowest rates of long COVID included Hawaii, Maryland, and Vermont, where the residents were about half as likely to report having those symptoms. Nationally, around 7% of U.S. adults say they've ever had long COVID. Prevalence tends to be higher in the South, Midwest, and West, and lower in New England and the Pacific region. The report says that understanding geographic differences could help guide resources towards the people and places that need them most. Ping Huang, NPR News. You're listening to NPR. The Israeli army says its troops stormed the main hospital in the Gaza city of Han Yunus in search of hostages. The raid followed a nearly week-long siege that forced staff and patients to struggle under heavy fire. Separately, Israel launched a second day of airstrikes in southern Lebanon after killing 10 civilians and three Hezbollah fighters. That occurred hours after a rocket attack killed an Israeli soldier. Control of the U.S. House of Representatives could come down to New York's district lines. 
Ava Pukach of member station WRVO reports that a new proposal from the state's independent redistricting commission has some modest changes. New York's 22nd congressional district, which includes the city of Syracuse, picked up more Democratic turf. Republican Congressman Brandon Williams won the seat by one point in 2022. Grant Rear, a political science professor at Syracuse University, says he doesn't view the new lines as a game changer, noting the district voted for President Biden by seven points in 2020. I would expect this to be a seat that the Democrats were likely to pick up in the first place. So I think these lines make it a little more likely. But I don't think they change things dramatically. The state legislature will need to vote to approve the new map to finalize the lines. For NPR News, I'm Eva Pukach in Syracuse, New York. U.S. futures are mixed in after-hours trading on Wall Street. On Asia-Pacific markets, shares are higher, up 2% in Hong Kong and up 1% in Shanghai. I'm Shay Stevens. This is NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch.